Right Nation. Really appreciate everybody for tuning in. I uh, want to talk a little bit about the Dallas Cowboys and their stance on it being the richest team in the world, right? <laughs> well, in the United States, for one, for sure. Uh, $5.5 billion would it be. Uh, not something that you can sneeze at. You can look at it and say, yeah, those assets can be even higher if it's, if it, I guess, for sale or what have you. But um, I hate to say this, but <laughs> this is the reality. It doesn't mean a lot for us fans. We would prefer to be the lowest <laughs> amount of money remuneration team and have multiple Super Bowls than to be the highest paid or the highest earning revenue team and, and not have nothing to show for it. Nevertheless, I will say this, though. It seems as if, though, the financial decisions with Jerry Jones and Stephen Jones and Charlotte Jones and Jerry Jr., all of those uh, wonderful, unique people, are, are making the right decision as related to this team, collectively speaking. Uh, I, I do see that now the culture is changing a little bit as it relates to the head coach and, and his philosophy and the way he bring in a lot of people. So there is some optimism to go around. That's why Stephen uh, Jones was out there saying that, hey, this wide receiver core may be the best in the NFL, basically. It's going to be a uh, one of the best assembled wide receiver cores out there. Now, do I like that? Do I like the fact that we are out here talking before we play? I don't like that. But that's just the nature of it. We've seen it for so many years with Jerry. And it seems as if though Steven is falling right behind that same pathway of, of really boasting up or, or boosting up or or gloating, whatever you might want to say about this team, about the staff and about this and about that. And like I always say, everyone have a reason but results are what matter. That's all that matter. Nothing else count. As long as you can win, as long as you can make the bucks, right? <laughs> Everything else can be swept under the rug. And winning is the greatest cure of it all, right? It's the best medicine we can ever deliver to those who are out there that hate on the Dallas Cowboys. Now, I, I will say that each and every one of the Cowboys players that will play on Sunday, Monday, Thursday night, and occasionally some Saturdays if we make it to the playoff or what have you, um, we must, we must be ready. They must look at it like, hey, none of these uh, chances and opportunity is just given to us. We have to earn everything. And, and I'm thinking, listening in to what Diggs, he had an interview or a post-conference, whatever, conference interview, basically, uh, with, with some of the staff members. And he said, why not me, basically? I'm paraphrasing. Opportunity is here for me to take. And I'm not just gonna fold up like a wallet or a lawn chair. And guess what, Nation? We love that. We don't like it. We love it. We love the fact that a person is willing to say, regardless of where I drafted, regardless of how old I am, regardless of what my status quo is, I'm coming out there to take it. That is what I love more than anything. A player with that type of determination and mindset. Even Tyler Biotish. I like the fact that he's coming in. He's humbled in a sense. He knows what, what's on his plate, right? It's a full entree. It's not just some of the food, but he got all of the food right there. And it's right for him right now. It's right for him to eat. And he don't have to wait for it to be preheated, warmed up. It's not cold or anything. It's right there for him to eat. Now, 
I love battle. I love positioning battles as well. And I love the fact, Cowboy Nation, we don't have any more of this politics stuff. So we can sit back and say, hmm, now we think about this. Dak Prescott, he got a chip on his shoulder. Oh, he want to get his paper. He want to get his bag. He came out, and his brother even came out and tweeted and said, um, Dak Prescott would like to stay on the Dallas Cowboys forever, ever, 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 which is cool. But Dak Prescott got a chip on his shoulder. You guys still not treating me like I rightfully deserve, right? Who else got a chip on his shoulder, right? Ezekiel, the main man, Elliot. A lot of people don't think that by being pushed all in his face, right? The other running backs that they say, better than him, greater than him, more spectacular than him, got excellence. I mean, just just great all together. <laughs> better than him, right? And he, he just sitting there looking at it and said, okay, you might say that they're excellent, right? You might say that they can do this, but I'm ready. I'm going to show the world what I can bring to the table. Working out, even trying to figure out how he can go beyond where he been even in his rookie year right so I love that aspect and good old Tony Pollard he's just not sitting back sitting there saying oh, okay this is how y'all gonna just just gloss over me mm -mm. I'm gonna show you guys what I can do so I love all of this and Sedarian Lamb I, I just want to say this. It, it's, it's one of those things where we, we have to wait and see because it's the 88. We don't see all of the spectacular things because normally that stuff would have been leaked out by now if the world was normal. But I, I will say this. The kid, he got a certain moxie. He got a certain jazz about himself. He want to show and showcase everybody that, hey, a lot of people think that 88 was just given to me and it was not something that I said to myself okay I wanted originally number 10 but then I looked back at everything and I said hmm the legacy of this number is great I'm gonna step up to this plate neat too <laughs> now I think that the kid he wanna shine and showcase that he will be the greatest 88 a heavy, heavy, heavy crown to wear, right? But why? who shoot for mediocre? You know, who shoot for average, right? Who shoot just to be good? You shoot to be great. You shoot to be above the stars, right? And, and, hey, they say shoot for the moon. And if you miss, you land amongst the stars. And never say the sky's the limit because there's footprints on the moon. So I'm looking at it like this. This Sedarian CDTD lamb, he's going to look at it like, okay, not only am I pissed off for the fact that everybody think that 88 was just given to me and I'm not going to earn it, but I'm also mad at the fact that, oh, Henry Ruggs was drafted before me. Jerry Judy was drafted before me. Oh, I'm mad. Oh, I'm super mad. I'm going to show everybody those who passed up, up on me, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> that I am the real 88, or I am the real true number one wide receiver coming out of this draft. And I love that type of mindset. So he's gonna bring that to the table. And, and you guys know I love defense. Going back over to Diggs and what he does, 
out there on the field and what he can do out there as relates to when you look up his footages, what he did to Jerry Judy on practice daily and what he's doing or did to his brother, Stephon or Stephon Diggs, or I think that's his name, Stephon Diggs, y'all help me out. Steph, what he did to him. Whew, man. It's, it's going to be crazy. It's going to be crazy, Cowboy Nation. I, I when when I think about this, and when I when I look at everything, I say to myself, this team going to be all right. We we changed a lot of things as it relates to off the field situations. Um, as it relates to, and I'm not talking about trouble, being in trouble, not being in trouble, but I'm talking about how people are just trying to unify with each other how they are working out with each other, not even being called upon, and they just going out there working out with each other. That type of stuff. That's unity, baby. <laughs> and that's what Stephen Jones alluded to. Dak Prescott's working out with Amari Cooper and Michael Gallup and C.D. Lamb. And what benefits with the Dallas Cowboys is everybody pretty much lives around the star. And it's like a hub, like a, a community where everybody say, okay, yeah, you right down the street from me, let's let's meet up at the gym or let's meet up at the field. You know, that type of stuff. Let's meet up and just let's work this out. Come drive to my house and prosper. It's not that far away. You know, that type of stuff goes a long way, Cowboy Nation. It does. And I know a lot of us can't see it. And, and it's hard to see the picture when you are in the frame, uh, especially when I'm talking about the players. But this year, by then, no self-appointed politic. Somebody gonna get a position just because they played in that position. It makes everything nice. Iron sharpen iron, steel sharpen steel. You guys know how that thing go, right? So, with all that being said, the Dallas Cowboys, I'm gonna rehash what I said. Number one, as it relates to $5.5 billion with a B. Not bad, right, Jerry? <laughs> That's good money. But we'll prefer, we'll prefer you to be 2.5 billion with five more Super Bowls, right? We prefer you to be 1 billion with five more Super Bowls or six more Super Bowls or, or even with one or two. But 5.5 is, is a crazy number. Shout out to the Joneses for elevating this thing. And shout out to Dak Prescott for working out with those boys, CD, Amari Cooper, Michael Gallup. Stephen Jones sitting there saying, okay, spilling all of the TK, holding it within, right? Hold it within, Stephen Jones. Don't tell everybody the plan, right? We want to hit people with surprises and elements, whereas they sitting there saying, hey, how this stuff is being done. <laughs> all right, that's all the time that I have for this beautiful day. If you like this content, hit that like button. It's simple. Share this content. Let a friend, neighbor, folk know where to go when they want to tune in to Cowboy Sports Talk and Beyond. It's been my time. I really thank you all for yours. And remember, you're listening to nothing but the best. Let's go.